0: Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on IrishTalkers.com.
1: You are so welcome back, Toastmasters, listeners and friends, to our second offering from this weekend's talk show for talkers. And going along with the tradition that we've adopted in recent years, We are now going to give you an opportunity to listen to the second-place winner of the World Championship of Public Speaking, and this is Linda Marie Miller, who ended up in second place. Now, we always advise that you watch it on YouTube or Google it so you get the full importance of the speech because a lot of this speech is very effective by the storyboards that Linda Marie holds up. So just be conscious of that, but certainly listen to the words too, because this is a nice experience also. A very nice speech, a very topical speech, and for the times we're living in, a very relevant speech.
2: Linda Marie Miller pretending not to know pretending not to know linda marie miller if you're ready to change the world but you don't know how i have the key it's just a question but it's the most powerful question in the world the question is what are you pretending not to know that question changed my life What was I pretending not to know? I find out when I helped my friend Tony and his son Michael. Michael was not your typical teenager. Once, he convinced his father to let him bring a homeless boy into their house. Michael shared everything with that young man and gave up his own bed until that boy got back on his feet. In college, Michael excelled. As a freshman, he tutored seniors in chemistry. He loved science. He loved science so much, he enrolled his professors and fellow classmates into assisting him as he delivered a science experiment for blind children so that they could experience the love of science that he had. Michael was the whole package. A brilliant mind, a caring heart, a dutiful son. And Tony was so proud. Then the phone call came. Michael is dead. Hit by a car 600 miles from home on a college field trip. I jumped into action to help my friend Tony, who was too grief stricken to even think about bringing Michael's body home or planning a funeral. I phoned the hospital who told me Michael's body would not be released until testing was completed. Testing for drugs, testing for alcohol. The police department was called for a copy of the police report. Had the driver been drinking, speeding, talking on their phone? The police said they talked to the woman that hit Michael and she said she hadn't been drinking or speeding. They had no reason to doubt her. Using Tony's Airbnb account, I logged on to seek accommodations for the many family and friends that would be arriving for the funeral. None of the reservations were accepted. Thinking there must be something wrong with Tony's account, I logged on using my Airbnb account, and the exact same properties were immediately accepted. What do you think's going on? How could this be? This is my friend Tony. I've been pretending not to know that I am a blonde haired, blue eyed, pale skinned beneficiary of a system controlled by people that look like me. I live a life of white privilege while Tony has trouble seeking accommodations for his grieving family members. I live a life of white privilege While this amazing young boy on his way to medical school is profiled even after his death, suspected of drug use or being up to no good for simply crossing the street. This amazing young man who once brought a homeless boy into his house, a white homeless boy, his death dismissed based on the color of his skin. The white woman that killed Michael wasn't tested for drugs or alcohol. She wasn't even suspected of speeding, even though she had a long history of speeding tickets. The more I thought about it, the angrier I became. This is discrimination. This is racism. I was comforted by the fact that I am not a racist. I have never discriminated against anyone. In my career, I have hired many amazing black people. When my son was young, his best friend was black. Hey, I live in a very diverse neighborhood. All my neighbors are black and they like me. I have never used a racial slur or told a racial joke in my entire life. I've been pretending not to know that I am the problem. I remained silent when I saw racism in my family for fear of being disinherited. I remained silent when I saw racism at work for fear of not being promoted. I always blamed it on a broken system, but guess what? The system is working exactly the way it was designed to. In exchange for my silence, the system has made sure I don't have to worry about anything. I don't worry about someone wanting to harm my son. I don't worry about being discriminated against at work. I don't worry about being watched by security guards when I go shopping. And I don't have to worry about being shot if I am stopped by the police. My silence has benefited me at the expense of others. And I will remain silent no more. I now use my voice as an ally for and with people of color. I am committed to helping create a system that works for everyone, not just people that look like me. Look around. Look around at the world today. Don't you agree it's in need of a little change? Fellow Toastmasters, you have the most powerful voices on the planet. Commit right here and now to create the change that you want to see in the world. Let's create a world where there's no race, but the human race, one shared humanity. All it takes is finding your truth and all that takes is one powerful question so go ahead ask yourself madam contest chair ted your thoughts on the
1: speech the main part of the story was about this this young man who was killed He was knocked down by a car. The police were doing an investigation on him. Yes. Rather than the person who was driving the car who was white. Yeah, sure. And that person who was driving that car had a plethora of speeding fines. Yeah. So they didn't even find that that person was speeding. But because this person was black, a beautiful young man, because he was black, he didn't get the justice that he was entitled to. Yes, and that was the tennis. So she did have black people in her life, but when she was holding up the storyboards, it was almost it was almost like body language. That what you say has to go yes. with with your gestures. Absolutely. So she said, I'm not a racist and she holds up the storyboard. I've never had a black person in my house. Yeah. Paul, what
0: were your thoughts? Well I have I found the speech as a whole very refreshing and I'm not really referring to the use of props or anything else. It was that for our time in the age in which we live, she picked a subject for her speech which was bound to be relevant to everybody in the audience on a local or on a global scale because the issues that she was talking about are issues which come up all over the world in every Community, particularly relevant, of course, in the context of the Black Lives Matter movement and everything that was happening in the United States at the time of the speech. So I found that to be excellent because although I like speeches which convey a message that says it's good to be hopeful, it's good to be charitable, it's good to find the best in other people, it's good to recover from difficulties. I've heard an awful lot of those in my life. And this speech was a bit like bringing the outside world into Toastmasters in a way that I wasn't used to, really. So I found it very refreshing in that way.
1: And and Paul, I would agree with you, and I found that as well, for, for Linda Marie to do what she did. I think was very relevant from the point of view of Toastmasters as an international organization because Toastmasters International is not made up predominantly of white people it's made up of all colors and all ethnicities and people with different values and different colors so from that point of view I think it was poignant.
0: And on that poignant note Sorry, Paul, on that poignant note, we'll bring this section to a close. Thanks, and see you again tomorrow when Paul will be discussing what is very much a matter of the moment, and that's about renewing membership. So we'll see you then. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.